Hi there, let's talk sports fans. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of uh, Let's Talk Sports Roundtable. And if I'm going to be talking Pittsburgh sports, I'm only joined by one man, and that's Bill. Uh, thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me, Dan. It's a big night tonight. We've got the first uh, preseason game here coming up, so. Yeah, we have, um, I hope, the best thing you can hope is it's not as eventful as the New York Jets game was yeah. last night. Uh, I know you uh, was messaging me during the yeah. game, so I don't well, know about you, Bill. Although you want the players to do well, the biggest thing I'm looking for from any preseason game is everyone comes out healthy. Are you the same as yep. me? I am. I, I, you know, you watch preseason and you're kind of, it's kind of, you're on the edge of your sheet, seat, you know, you're kind of like, oh, you know, just don't let anything happen, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Dan. Good news about, uh, you know, he looks like, he, like Zach's only going to miss, uh, I think they said a month. So good news on that end. So My take on it is, look, if he misses one to two games of a regular season, that's as good as it was going to get last night. He could have been out yeah. for the season. Or even a yep. positive viewpoint was that he could have missed six to eight games. So to miss right. yep. um, one to two, which the first game is against the Ravens anyway, I think it's mm -hmm. a win by anyone's standards. That's just how I feel. Uh, yeah. I yep. know everyone feared the worst. Uh, yeah, it's not yeah, been the best week for injuries with Beckton as well, but I'm hoping yeah. the Steeler fans don't have that to go through tonight. Are I'm you excited for tonight? Yeah, I'm excited. I, let's let's hope we don't have any uh, injury issues. Yeah, I'm just I'm really I'm really pumped here. Uh, just interested to see how this you know how this uh, well the offense really. I'm I'm interested to see uh, you know what Trubinsky does. I know they said he's gonna. He's going to be the starter, um, and then I, I guess Mason Rudolph is going to take over, and then they, they plan on having Pickett in the fourth quarter. So, uh, you know, just uh, what I'm really interested to see is uh, these wideouts. I'm, I'm really, you know, uh, you know, Mitchell Trubinsky, he's got his – he's got the, uh, a lot to choose from when it comes to wideouts. So let's uh, – you know, I'm really interested to – or really, really looking forward to seeing what we can uh, – you know what comes out of that tonight so yeah i agree um before we talk a little bit about the game i know you wanted to talk about your top five players what you think's been getting a bit of um, yeah shall we say trending a little bit during yeah the camp? yeah i i kind of got top you know five uh guys that i think have uh have kind of turned heads so far in camp and I'll just start with number five uh, is Dan Moore. Um, I just think that he's, uh, I guess he's been tasked to block Alex Highsmith, uh, you know, in that uh, first team defense. And uh, he, I guess, you know, he's handled them pretty well. So, uh, you know, I liked, uh, I liked Dan's play last year. I know he, um, you know, he wasn't expected to play, but, you know, the injury to Zach Banner forced him in there and, I thought down the stretch he played pretty well, so I'm glad that they gave him another shot. And uh, 
you know, I think he, uh, he he's got a chance of being the starter on that blind side. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to take a step forward this season. I really do. So, um, and then at number four, I have Connor Hayward, um, Cam Hayward's brother. I, uh, you know, he's, um, he's kind of that, uh, he's, you know, they drafted him. He, he, you know, college, he played fullback, but they've been using him now as a tight end. And, um, they've actually put him at H back some. So, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's kind of been, that's, I guess that's kind of what attracted the Steelers to, you know, to pick him up is he's kind of like that gadget player and, uh, he can do a lot of things. So, um, yeah, I have him at number four. I, from what I understand, he's been, he's been pretty good. Uh, and I guess he has great hands, which is really kind of surprising to, you know, some people he's, you know, he's, he's catching the ball pretty good. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, they could use him at tight end. They could use him as an H-back. You know, he's, like I said, he's a gadget player. So, and then the third one I got is Calvin Austin. Um, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's, I mean, you know, he's done pretty well. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he, he wasn't a, you know, he was a, um, he's a speedy receiver. I mean, it's, that's always good. Um, but, uh. I, he's kind of like a Dre Archer. I, I don't know if you remember Dre Archer from a few years back. You know, he's kind of has that speed, you know, and uh, he's, he's from what I understand, he's been uh, creating some explosive plays in training camp. And, uh, you know, he's he's going to get some opportunities. So, and then uh, the second guy I had, Dan, was Robert Spillane um, at linebacker. I I really think that he's been doing pretty good. I know, you know, I've kind of been hard on Devin Bush, but, you know, rightfully so. I mean, Devin Bush really hasn't had, you know, he, he didn't have a good season last year. And um, from what I understand, they've been, um, you know, he, he's kind of been, you know, they, they've kind of like, not to say that they've given up on, on Devin Bush, but, you know, there's, uh, and Robert Spillane, I guess, is really making his case, um, you know, to, to, you know, possibly be that guy that's going to, you know, step in with Miles Jack there and, uh, you know, in that middle, middle defense. So, you know, I think, uh, I, you know, it's Spillane, I mean, I, you haven't really gotten many, he hasn't gotten many looks. Um, I know he played a lot, um, on special teams the last few years, but, you know, he is a tough, he's a tough kid, you know, and, uh, We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens there. He's, you know, he's working his tail off, from what I understand in camp. So, um, but uh, so then my number one guy, uh, Dan, is none other than George Pickens. Um, uh, you know, you and I have been talking. I mean, he uh, he's been really good in camp. I mean, he's he's every day. It seems like there's a, an update with George Pickens on on you know him making, you know, amazing plays and just doing great things in camp. And uh, I tell you what, you know, <laughs> I, I'm thinking maybe this guy might be the best, he, you know, wide out that was taken in the draft, you know. I mean, we'll see. I, that's why I'm really excited to see what happens tonight. I, I really I, – I think we're going to, you know, have some big things happen for, from, for George Pickens here. So – um, I agree with that. In fact, I agree with a couple of your choices. Austin's another player. I think if they can, if Pickens has perfect, what 
everyone expects him to. I, I liked him during the draft. I thought he essentially, the Steelers got a top 10 caliber receiver. Is he going to have the effect of a Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson? Probably not, not, not unless he just catches fire, but I think it'd be pretty close. It'll be that next tier below. That's how I thought on him. I think he could be as good as Justin Jefferson, but I think he might take a year to get to that stage until we see that promise. But Boston is, they don't need him to be that number one guy, especially with signing Deontay Johnson. If Austin yeah. develops, well, put like this, Claypool could be in a bit of trouble here because if I'm <laughs> Steelers and Austin develops well, then I'm not even thinking about extending Claypool personally. Yeah. Speaking. That's just my choice. And um, I like your Haywood pick as well. He's a player. What I always thought could have potential that um, we all know who they're go-to tight end will be but there's not much behind yeah. that so there's an opportunity there he's yeah. obviously got connections in the organization so i always <laughs> thought he'd find his feet faster than some yeah. mid-rounders just because i would assume he's familiar with the people so i think that i agree with most of them uh ivan i like the spillone pick i know not so much last year but the year but for um he had quite a good season the year tj watt just before he got paid when tj watt was out he sort of had some performances what made you think have they got something here certainly good if nothing else depth linebacker so i want to see what he's got this year yeah it'll be interesting to see yeah i mean i i just think those guys uh from what I, you know, from what I've been hearing, I mean, obviously I haven't been at camp, but, uh, you know, I, I do pay attention to uh, the reports. And, you know, there's always, at each and every camp, there's always a bunch of uh, people evaluating, you know, what's going on. And um, I'm just hearing good things about, you know, those five guys. And uh, so I didn't uh, select any quarterbacks because, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, from what I hear, you know, quarterbacks have been kind of up and down, you know, but, uh, you know, we're going to see tonight, I think, uh, you know, we're going to see tonight, uh, you know, who's the, who's the better quarterback, I think. Well, you know, like I said, they're giving Trubinsky the, the, the start. Um, and, uh, you know, from what Mike Tomlin said is that, uh, it's just going to be based on because uh, they kind of asked him. The reporters kind of asked him, like, "Well, you know, is he uh, is he playing the entire half?" And he basically said, "Well, we're going to play it by ear, just based on, on you know what they do, what each quarterback does. We'll evaluate in game, basically, and you know, see uh, you know if they need a little bit more work and we need to see us more out of them. Then he said we will play them longer. So, so we'll see. We'll see how much uh, you know." it's i'm just really excited i'm just excited that uh football's back and you know and and this team obviously is a uh a way different team than what it has been you know obviously with ben not being there and uh, you know so we'll, we'll see what happens plus it's the first game in Akershire stadium <laughs> so <laughs>
it definitely is. So, um, before we get to the pirates, I wanted and, and the first game factor makes it even more the case. What's the one thing you want to see tonight, other than everyone stay healthy? Is there something you want to see? I know you said you're not really sure what to expect of the quarterbacks. Um, for me, it would just be see George Pickens be everything I want him to be. I would assume he'll only play a limited amount of time, but I think it's George Pickens I want to see the most if I'm a Steelers fan. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm definitely he's he's one guy that I'm going to have my eye on tonight. But uh, no, I, I just the, the first team offense. I would just like to see them. Uh, you know, I, like I said, it, it's going to depend on. Um, you know, on on their play and how well they play, you know, as to uh, how long they're going to be in there, according to what Mike Tomlin's saying. So I, I just want to see some good drives um, from the first-team offense. I, I hope, you know, they can get the ball and drive down the field and, and score. And, you know, if, if, if they're able to do that, you know, more than likely Mitchell Trubinsky is going to be, uh, you know, I, I think he's probably going to play the first half. If I, I if I was the venture to guess, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm excited to see that first team offense and what they can do. So and the defense too. I want to see you know, I want to see the defense uh, come up with some stops and you know I, I'm I I'm got my eye on eye on uh, Miles Jack. I'd like to see what he you know does and uh, and you know yeah that, but uh, yeah. And like I said, Dan, I just want everybody to be healthy. I, uh, like I said, it's, you know, you just don't want anybody to get hurt, especially in the first game. You know, I guess if they get hurt in the first game, though, I guess it's, uh, it's better than getting hurt in the last preseason game. So, but, uh, you know, like I said, I, you just want everybody to come out healthy and, you know, not have any injuries. All right. Um, before, uh, we moved to the Pirates. I've got a question. Najee Harris, would you just completely sit in for the preseason? Because I know it sounds dramatic, but I kind of would just because he's so important to the offense. I don't need to see anything from him to know what he's going to be this year. And he can occasionally get backed up, uh, banged up a little. And off he has his backstory is a bit injury prone, so yeah. I kind of would see him. I know some fans might not like that, but I think you've got to be sensible. Uh, Dan, I'm with you on that. I, you know, they he got a lot of touches last year, and thank God he didn't get hurt last year. But you know, he, they ran him a lot last year, and uh, you know, yeah, I, I and I, from what I understand, from what Mike Tomlin has said, you know, he he's. He doesn't want to. He want to limit his. He wants to limit his touches. Um, from you know, he's kind of indicated that you know. So, um, yeah, I think it's a good idea. I, 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 you know, maybe play him a series or two. But yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't give him much more than that. Like you said, you know, you know what he is. I mean, and uh, you know, from what I understand, Najee's put like about twenty five pounds of muscle on. He's. I mean, he was a big guy to begin with, but you know, he's. I guess he's even bigger this year so you know and he's another guy too you know they said he's been having a, a good camp you know i know he, he was um hurt for a little while i think he missed about nine days with a foot injury but from what i understand he's good 
he's uh he's been cleared that foot uh you know it, it healed up and he's good to go so but yeah i, I definitely don't want to see you know you definitely like i said they need to limit his touches um hopefully they'll be able to limit his touches hopefully that the passing game will be good enough that you know everything will kind of be balanced out and uh, let's hope that that happens but uh but yeah i'm with you i don't think they you know i don't think i don't see a need for you know playing him uh much in the preseason like like you said you know you know what he is we've seen what he is so and i tell you what um i don't know whether you saw but uh they interviewed Adrian Peterson, and Adrian Peterson was giving him some props. He was—he's really impressed with what uh, with what he's seen thus far with uh, with Najee. You know, hey, Najee did a hell of a job last year behind a a, a very you know a not good line. You know, so you know he he was able to do, and and the line's better this year. And I just I I look for big things out of him as well. So. Yeah, I'd re- I, I truly believe if he can stay healthy, he has the same talent level as Jonathan Taylor. He's not the same player, but that sort of effect what, that you can have on an offense. So we'll see how that plays out this year. So the Pirates, um, probably the biggest talking point <laughs> if you're a Pirates fan this week is a certain player, what? We've talked a little bit about now on the Mets has been absolutely lighting it up for them, which I know yours a bit against the trades. I'm sure this hasn't done much for your uh, reaction to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, like we talked last week, you know, the one guy that had pop, the one guy that had power in your lineup, you know, he was a solid DH. I mean, he, he's a solid DH. You know, you trade away, you know. But, you know, yeah, he is doing good on the Mets. Good for him. I'm glad. I'm glad he's, you know, he's going to be playing in October this year. So good for Dan. You know, I, I'm happy for him. Um, but, you know, I, I wanted to see him stay apart. You know, <laughs> he's kind of like a folk guess, hero too, you know. Um, is it a case that if he had to go... You're glad it's working out well. Um, I've even yeah. seen Mets fans try and compare him to Babe Ruth um, on <laughs> yeah. Twitter, which I'm going nowhere near that comparison, but he <laughs> has been doing very well. Yeah, you know, Big Dan, he's, he's, uh, he's you know, he's like a folk here. He's, you know, he's 5'11". I think they have him listed at like 270, you know, and uh, maybe they're a little generous on that too, so, but. I don't know. You know, he's just, uh, you know, I, I nicknamed him. I had a nickname for him. Uh, well, you know, I, I went to the Brewers Pirates game and, and uh, my buddy and I were sitting there and we were watching, we got there earlier and we were watching warmups and we were watching Dan, you know, he was out in the outfield running like cones and stuff like that. And, and uh, you know, he used to play on the Brewers and my buddy was a Brewers fan. He's like, who? Just look at that guy. I said, yeah. I said, he reminds you of a beer truck. You know, that's, that's what I called him, the beer truck. Um, but, you know, yeah, I mean, he's just, uh, he's just, a, you know, a, I just like I said, he, he was a power hitter, and the Pirates desperately needed that. And I just would have liked to see them uh, hang on to him. But you know what? I like the guy. I'm a fan of him, and I'm happy he went to a, to a, a, a team that's going to contend this year. 
mean, the Mets are, are definitely going to contend it this year, you know. So, you know, it's it was sad to see him go, but uh, I'm glad that he got on a good team, and you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe he's going to be, uh, you know, a, a force to reckon with, you know, come October, you know. So we'll see. Well, um, before we finish up, what? Did have you thought about the Pirates this week? I know a bit of a muchness, but is that yeah. kind of how you feel? Just um, yeah, they, so if that makes sense. Yeah, they um, you know they had a they had a four game series with Arizona out in Arizona. They took one game. They they won on Wednesday. They lost three to nothing Monday. They lost six to four on Tuesday. Like I said, they were able to win Wednesday. Um, and they were, and they lost nine to three in the last game. Uh, now they're at San Francisco, um, and they lost last night five to three. So yeah, they're they're um, you know typical Pirates. You know, it's just <laughs> up and down, up and down. You know, like you know, like I said, they they go and they sweep the the Brewers. You know, and then you're all excited, and then they they turn around and uh, you know lose lose series and you know lose games and the pitching's been awful and you know they've uh haven't had much hitters either i mean they've they've you know they've been the, the hitting's been sporadic i think the only thing you know that i the really the real bright spot i see right now in the pirates dan is o'neill cruz i mean i think that guy is you know he's uh he's an amazing player i i Still don't understand why he's why he's shortstop. I mean, he is uh, a decent shortstop, but it, but at six foot seven, you know, I think he'd be better utilized in the outfield. But uh, but uh, I think he's the one bright spot right now, Dan. Um, you know, so they've uh, like I said, they've been they've been struggling. They're they're now um, they were middle of the pack in the central, but uh, they were leapfrogged by the Cubs, so they're back. Just, uh, just right above, um, right above the the Cincinnati Reds. Actually, they're uh, they're one game uh, ahead of the Reds right now. So <laughs> it's just you know. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, not not a lot to talk about. I mean, I have been following them. I have been uh, you know watching them, but uh, I don't know. It's just kind of it's kind of hard now that football's you know back. Uh, you know that kind of takes precedent for me, at least. Yeah, Padre. Um, so yeah, um, that just about wraps yeah. up the episode. I've learned to say, everyone, keep your eye out on uh, Bill's going to be doing one of our post-game shows. Um, him and Connor will be holding the fort down when. I can't do it. Um, we're getting things sorted. they will either be next weekend or week three of preseason to have a test run, if you will. So everyone keep your eye out for that. We've got so much content planned and who knows, uh, availability permitting. Bill may also appear on a segment on our pregame show, Should Receders have a big match up that week so we've got so much plans for nfl coverage so everyone keep your eye out for that um looking forward to it bill i'm glad to be a part of it dan i'm very glad to be a part of it buddy so 
no problem also um yeah looking forward to it everyone keep your eye out for that bill's got an article dropping at some point this week on the website which is now i've got roku and amazon channel sorted the website to get consistent contents the next thing to do so should anyone feel like sports writing what maybe don't want to appear on camera you can reach out to me even if you've never done it before and essentially want to learn as you go you can use our platform to do so so please do dm me if that's something you'll be interested in and all what really remains is for me to thank you today bill for joining me thanks for having me dan as always buddy appreciate it no problem Steelers. Oh, I hope, uh, tonight's game is as uneventful as possible but in a good way <laughs> yeah yeah i'm i'm hoping uh i'm hoping so so but uh yeah i have a feeling it's gonna be uh i'm like i said i'm expecting uh hopefully we're gonna see some big things tonight you know from you know some guys here so but uh but yeah hopefully we come out unscathed <laughs> so in the injury department that is so. Yep, I do hope so, and either way, we'll recap it next week. So, until next week, let's talk sport fans. Thanks for watching.